Hello. How are you today? How are we? How's the world? <laughs> not good. Let's not go there. Um, I feel like I always start these off with, um, <laughs> and I really was taught not to do that, but sometimes I forget. And it's probably because this is a podcast and you cannot see my face so you don't know that I'm thinking and that words are coming eventually so I choose to let you know that I am thinking and words are hopefully coming eventually by saying um because that's the other option that's silence (laughs) which I should do anyway but I'm always scared people will think I just forgot how to speak or forgot that I'm recording a podcast and I just disappeared into my own world, which is highly possible, but it's usually not the case. So do bear with me if I get silent for a few seconds or even a minute. I am searching for the words. Oh, hello train. That's nice. Good thing this is an ASMR. Um, (laughs) But I will probably get silent a few times today while trying to think and find the words to say what I want to say. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not entirely sure what that is. I don't know what I want to say. Which has been how I'm feeling in general lately. For the podcasts, for subjects, for even social media posts. And a lot of it probably has to do with the fact that I don't know how I'm feeling. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't really know what I want or where I'm going (laughs) or who I am right now. And to be honest with you, this is probably going to be the most emotional podcast I make. Also, forgive me if I sound a little bit weird. I am losing my voice. My lovely, lovely niece had a cold and was losing her voice and she gave it to me. So that's great. I apologize. I know my voice already isn't very loud. So it being even quieter is probably not great. (laughs) If I do sound a bit raspy or a bit hoarse at times, or sometimes my voice just falters or is not there, I am not hitting puberty, specifically in this moment, I'm just losing my voice. (laughs) So I'm a bit of a mess today, but I I will say that this will be a very emotional podcast for me. My voice is already, like, giving up. (laughs) So I don't know. If this is going to be a long one, I don't know if my voice is going to last. Because it's already, like, disappearing with every word I say. But maybe because this is an emotional episode, it might be good that it's sometimes just not there. (laughs) Also, if I cough or yawn. I'm sorry. But my throat is tired. 
um, and sore, and I need some pasties, but I don't have any. <clears throat> um, so I kind of want to talk about insecurities today. I'm not going to get specifically into physical insecurities, but more the insecurities um, connected to the questions or the, the thought processes I was talking about earlier about not knowing, you know, what I want, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, where I'm going, where I want to go, what I want to do, who I am, all of that. And I know insecurities based on questions like that are different for everyone. And everyone has insecurities that are relating to their belief in their self-worth based on their own lives, their own thought processes, their own experiences, their own traumas, you know, everything like that. But for me, pretty much all my life, the biggest sign of worth to me is what I can do for other people and how I can do for other people or, or the world, you know, as a whole. Um, I tend to not do for myself as often as I'm trying to do something for someone else or everyone else or, like I said, the world. You know, no pressure, right? Um, and at the moment in my life, I feel incredibly stuck. And that begins a cycle for me of not believing in my self-worth because I feel like if I'm not being productive for somebody else or everybody else then I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing anything and what does that mean about me and what does that make me and in my mind it makes me feel you know worthless and it's been definitely a big cause or connection to my battle with depression for a long time is that that direct correlation and I've had problems on and off um, especially with one aspect of my life that's this community I'm in it's a great you know incredible place where people inspire me all the time and because I feel so motivated by them and I feel so inspired by them and I think they are all incredible. It makes it really difficult for me to look around and see them all doing amazing things in the world and being amazing people and not feel like that comparison of them and me is just embarrassing, you know? I look at them and I see people that I look up to and I learn from and I think, what do I possibly have to offer here, you know? Um, and it, it really tears me down. It makes me feel really lost, really lonely. Because, you, you know, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I was going to say you can't, but I know it probably just applies to me and my situation but I don't want to be that person that comes to somebody else and is like 
hey, I feel like crap because you were incredible. You know, it's it's not their fault. It's It's nobody's fault. It's just me internally and it it starts and it stems from me and the way I you know speak to myself the way I view myself and that that relationship that I have with myself and when it comes to I know there's a phrase you know I think it's been twisted and reworded a million and one times, but it's about every relationship you ever have. I can't remember it now. It's the cold talking, but it's it's based around your relationship with yourself. And I know that there's the whole rhetoric of you can't love someone else if you can't love yourself, or you can't be loved if you don't know how to love yourself. And I think that's bull. I think that's a load of crap to tell people that they don't deserve to be loved because they are struggling or they're battling something. I think that's bullshit. And I don't I don't believe in that and I'm not going to profess that and I'm not going to spread that more than it's already been spread. If that's something you hear, have heard, or think, please don't. You deserve to be loved as you are no matter what stage of life you are in, no matter what you are battling. You are deserving of love. But the thing that I do think is true, in my experience at least, is that the relationships around you... Sorry. Third Oma. Sorry, I yawned again. (laughs) The relationships around you do correlate with the relationship you have with yourself. And for me, that shows up in a variety of ways, but in a setting like the one I was talking about it's hard to separate my opinions of myself and not assume the opinions others hold of me you know because I feel like crap about myself and because I feel like I'm not doing enough and you know xyz I'll get a bit paranoid and feel like that's how other people view me and whether that's confirmed or not in other people's actions There's still, you know, what I can control is myself and how I speak to myself and how I treat myself and view myself. Other people, it is possible, view me that way. View me like I'm not doing enough or I'm doing the wrong thing and I'm messing up when I do this or that or whatever. And I I can't pretend to shrug it off, which I usually do. I can't just act like it doesn't bother me. It does. It really gets me down, you know, and I've gotten really down about that, especially in the past year, um, which has kind of begun this whole resurgence of demons that I thought that I battled, but really I just ignored them. I had distracted myself. Sorry. Excuse me, I keep yawning, jeez. See, my throat is really tired. <laughs> but really, I just distracted myself. Distanced myself. But I had never really faced them. And I would never really battled them and gotten over them. So they resurfaced, naturally. Which is what they do when you don't do the shadow work. So. Like I said, it, for me, stems from 
feeling like I'm not good enough. And because I have that belief and I do believe it pretty much wholeheartedly, um, which is something I have to work on, but it's hard to see little things that, you know, whether it's true or not, they seemingly confirm it and reiterate that belief and that negative self-talk. And it's hard. I don't know if I'm going to post this. I feel like I was just, like, using this as a diary. But I do think that... If I'm going through something, you know... Somebody else's. And even if I don't have the words to say, this is how you get out of it. This is how you make the pain stop. This is how you do this. This is the answer, this is the solution, this is the miracle, at least I can say, I know how you feel, I don't know the answer, I don't know the way out, the way over, but in my opinion, the only way out is through so I have to buckle down I have to do the shadow work I have to face myself face my demons face my fears my feelings and know that they don't define me and they don't limit me and that the only thing I can control is myself how I treat myself how I love myself And that has to be the best relationship that I'm in. And I'm the only one that can do that. I'm the only one that can change that. We all are. You know, the relationships we have with ourselves. So, I just wanted to say that and say that I've been feeling really, really down. For a while, I guess. I was trying to think of like a time, but just a while. Probably my whole life. (laughs) And uh, I've gotten really good at pretending. And I guess part of the shadow work I'm trying to encourage myself to do, and hopefully trying to encourage a few of you to do, is step one stop pretending. It's easier said than done. Healing always is. But you don't have to hurt. You don't have to let yourself hurt. You can heal, and it's not that simple. I know it's not. But you can try in little ways, in little things. Because the little things are big things. I promise. You have to do what's best for you. And try and love you. Because like I said, the relationship you have with yourself 
has to be the best relationship that you're in. And I hope you can work on that. And I hope it can feel good. And you can take yourself on dates and make yourself feel good and treat yourself right. Treat yourself the way you deserve and love yourself the way you deserve. And that is with every ounce of unconditional love possible and forgiveness for the person you were before you learned the things that you did before you knew better. All of it. The mistakes you think you made. You know. Any choice you made that you were not forgiving yourself for. Forgive yourself. Allow yourself room to be human. And to heal. It's okay. You're doing the best that you can. Everyone is. Hopefully. <laughs> if they're not, then they should probably come listen to this podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I hope you can heal your heart. I hope you can love yourself more. Forgive yourself more. And I hope you can face your fears and your feelings. I love you all. Um, and have, have the bad days when you need to have the bad days. Have the tired days, have the sick days, have the days where you do nothing but rest. That counts as doing something. And it's okay if all you did today is breathe. You are doing enough. You are enough. I love you all. Remember, today is a self-care day, week, month, year, life. That's the Shea way. XOXO. Shea.